100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, Brant John received his pat on the head and butter biscuit award yesterday from the police in Dallas. Awarding sellout black people is historic. If a black slave saved his master, he was awarded. If a black slave foiled a revolt, they were rewarded. You know, so it, this thing is historic, y'all. It did not just start happening now. And one thing I do like is the majority of our people are not influenced by this. See, the Candace Owens of the world they can't influence the black people in a big way, but they are highly favored by a whole different community that don't even look like them. That says it all right there. And this is exactly what's happening to Brant John. He is highly favored by those that don't look like him. That should send up a red flag right there. Would he be honored if Amber Geiger was black, a black female cop that killed his brother? We wouldn't even see none of this, ladies and gentlemen. We wouldn't see it at all. And and I we all know this. And if they come around and tell you, oh, well, this has nothing to do with race, blah, blah, then how come we never seen it before? How come we never seen this before? It is about race. If Amber Geiger was a black cop that killed both of them, you wouldn't see any of this. In fact, they wouldn't even stand by her. They would not support her or even keep her on the radar. But even as a fired cop, Amber Geiger was still getting all kinds of protection from the police department. And this act, ladies and gentlemen, is more for Amber Geiger than for Brant John. And unfortunately, he is just not smart enough to see through this. Her attorneys already appealed. If you think they're not going to use this award ceremony and that hug in the courtroom as part of her appeal, you got another thought coming. You can bet on it. They're going to use this to try to get Amber Geiger out of prison. 
I already told you, Amber Geiger is not going to serve 10 years. She's not going to serve anywhere close to 10 years. These cops came up with a way to throw this award at him. And I promise you, when her appeal comes up, you're going to see this award ceremony. You're going to hear his speech. You're going to see that hug back on a 24-hour cycle because they're going to do everything they can to get that undeserving bitch out of jail. Amber Geiger showed who she was. She was not willing to tell the truth on that stand. And don't even forget about the racist text messages that was found on her phone. Amber Geiger deserves nothing. But ladies and gentlemen, you know, unfortunately, many of our people are still asleep. Although it's good to see many are wide awake, there are too many that are still sound asleep. And the John family is one that's sound asleep. They all showed up for this ceremony. All of them did. They flew in from St. Lucia just for this coward award that he received. I'm sorry if you murder my family member. I'm not going to love you. I'm not going to hug you. And I'm not going to forgive you. None of the above. This is the reason why we don't see no one else of any other group out in society doing these things. You've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, your abnormal behavior comes from two places. It was passed down to you through chattel slavery and Christianity. They have used those two things to make you react in such an abnormal way. There's no scripture in the Bible that tells you you have to forgive a murderer. There's no scripture that tells you you got to love and forgive the person that murdered your loved one. But we function in such an abnormal way. And these behaviors are not being corrected. And that is a huge problem. We have suffered so much psychological damage at the hands of these folks 
some of us have snapped out of it. And see, we're the ones they, they don't like and they hate. And I don't care. I don't want to be favored by these folks. I, I don't. And some have rose up and didn't care about being favored like Muhammad Ali. He didn't care if he was favored by white folks. He didn't care. He said what he needed to say. We have Malcolm X, Khalid, Muhammad, Dr. Khalid. I love Dr. Khalid. And many did not care. They did snap out of it. But unfortunately, everybody did not snap out. And some haven't just out of pure fear. They fear if they speak their mind, there's many things to lose. And ladies and gentlemen, one thing about me, I'm too old to worry about what somebody thinks. And I'm not going to do it. I have some audio that I would like to play for you. And part of it is Brant receiving his award and giving a speech, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, there is a commercial playing. So after this is done, I will turn the audio up so that you can hear um, what happened at this ceremony. I never intended for the statement I made to the person that murdered my brother to receive such international recognition. To be honest, I struggled with it for a long time. As I struggled with accepting this award from this agency, my brother was well aware of the danger posed to young black men due to the misconceptions about color that seemed particularly pronounced among the law enforcement community. I am well aware that this agency is responsible for the training of officers in leadership positions around the country. I have come to believe that it was because of lack of training and poor utilization of proper techniques at the opportune time that caused Amber Geiger to murder my brother. That is the reason that I stand before you today. I am grateful for this award. For the same reason I was grateful for the opportunity to embrace her after she was convicted of murder in her trial. After being found guilty by a jury of her peers, sentenced under the law, Ms. Geiger needed to be forgiven and I needed to be free from the burden of unforgiveness. Similarly, 
I am grateful to be standing before you today on behalf of my brother, on behalf of my family, and also on my own behalf. I want you all to know that I am not a threat, that young black males are not inherently dangerous or criminal. I implore you to champion the policies and procedures that amplify the value of all lives. I insist you encourage diverse leadership that can model inclusion and restraint. Most importantly, I ask that you remember my brother, my example of ethical leadership, a young black male that was perceived as a threat by one of your own. And when you remember him, I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing to ensure that there will be no other families like mine? No other little brothers that have to model ethical leadership and forgiveness of a cop whose lack of training and discipline caused them to carelessly take a life of another. I'm truly grateful for this award, and I hope others can see the light in what I did. And thank you, everyone. You know what's disgusting, y'all? You should see all of the white press that's there. You know? That is really disgusting. He got an award for being a coward. And another thing I noticed, ladies and gentlemen, during the trial, Bolton family wore red. Brant, his brother, would not wear red during the trial. But for this award, because that was Botham's favorite color, but during the award, he showed up in red with a red shirt on and a, a tie with red lines in it. So he, he showed up for the Coon Award with it on, but for his brother trial, everybody in the family wore something red except for him. All I can say is, if this is the only way Black people can be awarded for being cowardly. You don't have to give Lisa Cabrera any awards in America. I'm not selling out my family member that was murdered so some white people can feel good. That ain't going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, teach your kids properly. You know, just because these ugly cycles of forgiveness exist, it does not mean these cycles cannot be broken. They can be broken. Some of us have already broken these cycles internally. But we must verbalize it a lot more. And that's where we have failed. I'm never forgiving anybody that kills 
my family. Never. This concludes my podcast for today. Please stop by each and every day and listen to my podcast. Those of you that are my supporters, I deeply thank you. And if you are not a supporter of this podcast, please consider becoming one. Here's one more thing I want to add. What Brant John fails to realize, there is no speech There is no amount of blood that's shed that's going to change the police culture in America. This thing was etched in stone back in the times they were the plantation police. You standing there giving speeches about black men are not threats is not going to change the hearts and minds of those that do these things to us. They're going to ignore it and go right back to the same culture they have been upholding for centuries of making our black men boogeymen, making black women boogie women, and our children boogie children. They like it this way, and they don't want it to change. There is no speech and award that's going to change the culture, the hearts and minds of these people that have been killing for centuries. So that part of your speech, you can best believe, fell upon deaf ears but they still do like the fact that you hug some undeserving, murderous white cop up in the courtroom. Somebody that really should be dying in prison and never see the light of day again, but we know that will not happen. Peace, family.